Hi TJs, John here. What's corporate citizenship, I hear you ask? Well, I talked to David Logan, co-founding director of Corporate Citizenship, about what this actually means. His new book, which is explaining a lot more about how important corporate citizenship is within the business world, in the future, and now, and a lot more besides. So, hope you enjoy it. Tell us more about what corporate citizenship is. Well, it's based on the idea that private companies are citizens of society in the same way that private individuals are. That as an individual, I have uh, rights and responsibilities in society. I have rights to express my view, for example, on Brexit, but it's expected I will pay my taxes. And corporations are in a very similar situation. Even small businesses and multinationals, they, they are based on an idea that they are participants in society uh, as a collective corporate entity. And that means they have to think about their relationships with society. It's not just about maximizing profit, which is what a lot of young people get taught in university. It's about playing a role in society over and above the commercial drive of the business to provide goods and services at a low unit cost. Well, yes. Um, to follow on, you, you do uh, argue that companies are more than profit-making machines, but how do you convince, say, the board of the importance of this fact? Well, I, I think a lot of people at board level know this. They kind of know it intuitively. That They often struggle with how to express it, actually, because when you form a company, you take a degree of power in the world. You decide who to hire, who to fire, where to source from, how to sell your products, what to say about them. You know, and essentially good corporate citizenship is about doing all that business stuff, which we have to do in a way that is ethical, responsible and participative in society's uh, problems. Now, if you look at what comes up at Davos, for example, senior leaders are always talking about this stuff. It's part of their job to think about how their business fits in society in the short, medium and longer term. It's also part of their job to communicate internally and externally the values the business lives with, because each business will have a corporate mission, a commercial mission. But in pursuing that, it has values. And it's the board and the chief executive's job to articulate those values and make it clear to people, yes, we want to be number one at, but these are the values we hold to while we pursue that. And I think uh, convincing boards is often not so much persuading them of that general position. I think they know that. It's helping them find a proper expression of good citizenship for their particular business because each business varies. What examples have you got then of uh, businesses which could be classed as upstanding citizens or good citizens? Well, uh, in my book, I, I quote Unilever quite a lot because I've had the good fortune to work with it over many years. I mean, there's a business, fast-moving consumer goods, that, that wants to create and sell products on a worldwide basis. But in doing so, it's aware that if it achieves its aim, for example, uh, in India and Bangladesh are providing people with goods like um, shampoo, soap, uh, toothpaste. They come with packaging. And we, now, we know that that packaging can end up in uh, rivers and therefore end up in the Pacific Ocean. We've just become in the past 
uh, year or so very aware of this. So what's the responsibility of the company in trying to address the problem of disposing of plastic packaging, which has made it possible to give poor people access to a whole range of products that are really helpful to their life. And a company like Unilever is proactive in thinking, okay, we must do something about this. Uh, and and that's, a, that's a very good case. But Unilever is just one of many companies and uh, th- they have to look at all their products and services and think, what is the social, economic and environmental impact of, of this product? And is there something we should be dealing with over and above selling it into the marketplace? Another good example would be a company like Coca-Cola trying to take responsibility for the cans that it uses and getting them recycled. They're eminently recyclable. And in developing countries where you don't have systems, they are often working with NGOs to create those systems. A company like Diageo, I mean, its products are all based on water. I mean, whiskey, beer, they're all water with ingredients added. And when you look at them around the world, they're they're very thoughtful about how they use water resources, recycle use water resources, get use water resource down and help the community manage its water resource because they're part of the community. They're taking water uh, as, as a member of that community and they feel a responsibility to manage that relationship. And there are many examples. No company is 100% perfect all the time, but lots of companies see the issues that arise from when they're doing business, take responsibility for them, own them, and do something about them. They don't just talk about it. They do something about it. So, I mean, this is a, a, a very huge and extremely important topic, which I think is only going to get more um, prevalent in businesses. So looking to yeah. uh, the rest of this year and beyond, what do you think the societal goals uh, of a business should be? Well, I, I think... If you go back in history, Jonathan, and think, when Mrs. Thatcher and Mr. Reagan came to power, they they changed the whole atmosphere around business that had been developing since the Russian Revolution, which was to grow the state and shrink the power of business. Since that time, we brought business back into society, giving it a lot more power. When Mrs. Thatcher came to power, 100% of the people of China worked for the government. It's now about 22%. The rest of them are in private firms. And what are these private firms doing in China, in Britain, in America, in Germany, in Africa, to help the societies in which they operate face the massive problems we've got? And one problem is full center for them, which is environmental uh, impacts, because the old communists always claim that private business could never be as inclusive as it needed to be. But actually, it's shown it can bring lots of poor people in, in, into the economy. But it, it, it's, it's facing a crisis over the environmental impacts of its success. So I think the future is uh, to build on the fact that we have the for-profit sector back around the world in a really major way, to build on the fact that for-profit enterprises tend to be some very creative, very innovative agencies and get them on side early, both in their own practices and in the wider community issues, get them on side in helping us solve those issues. And I think companies that do that will be living out their commercial mission and they will be demonstrating society, we're with you, we're alongside you in facing these problems. These problems are only going to grow the environmental area, but we have ongoing social problems, as you know. 
And I think businesses and employees of businesses and consumers of businesses want the company to help solve these programs, they, pr problems. They don't make the company wholly responsible, but they want it to step forward, own a share of the problem and make a contribution. Well, David, best of luck with the book and thanks ever so much for talking to TJ today. Yeah, my pleasure. Great journal and you do a good job. Thank you.